Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Greetings, Grapple fans. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Index here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. I am your host, Andy Wales, joined as ever for this episode 116, where we're going to talk about Elimination Chamber and a whole else besides. It's my audio tag team partner, Mr. Guy Drinkle. How are you doing, Guy? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? <clears throat> uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I, I was inventing my fury last night that I couldn't watch uh, live TV or live SmackDown on times 30 because um, it was, it was pretty punishing having to watch it at times one uh, live. It's, uh, it's not good, is it? Yeah, I kind of just did the same. I, I watched a bit of it last night, but I kind of skipped. I, I watched it like half an hour delayed so I could skip through the usual shite. And oh God, I did that. But that got the match put me to sleep. And I just watched the rest of it literally two minutes before the pod on like times 12. And it looked fucking abysmal. Yeah, the thing is, if you skip through the shite on SmackDown, you're not actually watching anything. No. There is no show left. Yeah, pretty much. That's how bad it's been lately because the best bits of SmackDown, they're on Raw. Yes. Um... Uh, right, first thing first, right, before we crack into that, because there's a bit SmackDown related in this as well. On Raw, I've got to say, Guy, I genuinely popped for the first time in a while. The Revival are your new Raw Tag Team Champions. Oh, it, it's It's been a long time coming. And obviously, the rumours, I think we covered them on the last pod. If not, we talked about them on WhatsApp, about them possibly handing in their... Uh, request for release and stuff like that. I mean, I, th- th- this this doesn't really change any of that. Maybe maybe they still want to leave, but there was also those rumors they wanted them to stay because they want to put an extra en- emphasis on the um, tag division. And this is the perfect way to start it. I mean, Gable and Rude, uh, just very stale. I mean, they 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 put on a couple of good matches, but you just don't. You just look at them and just go. Well, they're going to split them eventually, aren't they? We know that. It shouldn't be a long-term thing. I mean, Bobby Roode's been wasted hugely. Um, yeah, the thing with the thing with me with, with Roode mm. and Gable is you just know it's forced. That, yeah. That's the thing. It just looks forced. It feels forced. It doesn't feel like an actual tag team mm. that you can think, yeah, this is, you know, the, the chemistry like... I guess like we got with, with Cesaro and Sheamus, you felt like mm-hmm. there was actually some chemistry mm-hmm. there and you, they had the beginnings or something. This You feel that this is thrown together and that, that they've, been give, they've been given the belts just to almost solidify our perception that they are actually a tag team, guys, because, like you said, you know what's coming is they're going to split them and it's, is it Jason Jordan that comes back and mm. Gable turns heel on Rude, which I don't think would be very good. Or is it that Rude finally gets to turn heel and become the Bobby Rude that he was in NXT and we can actually be interested in him again? Um, Who knows? But it doesn't... You can't get invested in them because they don't feel like an actual tag team. And that is Mm. kind of emblematic of the tag team division throughout the WWE at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially on Raw. You look at Raw, AOP... Obviously injured, or well, one of them's injured. 
and uh, and terrifically booked yeah, in the lead up to that. I mean that. God, no, I won't talk about that. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean Drake Maverick. We know that it is pointless. Uh, and I mean Rockstar Spud. I mean obviously more likes him. And and stuff like that. I mean, I I don't really watch two or five live, and it, it, his character is a bit stupid with AOP for me. Um, but outside of that, I mean, what's Raw got? BT, Lucha House Party. I mean, Lucha House Party. You could see there's a, there's a feud there. That makes sense. Obviously, they were the ones who were booked. Well, they did that storyline where Baron Corbin was ruining Raw by booking. Horrendous amounts of shite and Lucha House Party. I mean, no, what is it? No flips, just fists. I mean, that that, that the original revival gimmick. I think that works with Lucha House Party. So you could see revival v them. That works, but I I can't. I'm struggling to name another tag team on on Raw. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. No, because they're all being booked as comedy acts and buried... So no one can take anybody seriously. And this is the thing. You want some comedy because it's entertainment, guys. Yeah, it's, it is entertainment. And comedy is good when used appropriately. And for me, and used meaningfully and used sparsely. Not not hit you over the head with a mallet or virtually everybody every week. Because it just tends to ruin too many people. And it's, you know, the ascension of comedy the the fashion police comedy B team comedy Lucha House Party is pretty much comedy the the Miz and Shane McMahon oh my god that's you know it is goofy comedy the new day do goofiness you know it's just so much of it over and over and over and it's just it just for me it it's too much and and it and it hurts a lot of the talent there are some talents that it really works for when you he likes of Elias there is there is smatterings of comedy there, but it's used in the right way and it helps him. But for for most people, it's it's too much and it hurts and it hurts the product and it's and this is the thing, we want to enjoy it. We we we're fans of wrestling. We enjoy watching it. It's fun. We we takes us away, and we just want to. And that's the thing. I want to enjoy watching it, and I don't enjoy watching it. It's it's. I'm forcing myself to watch it for the last few months uh, and beyond. And and it's a, that's a real shame. And and as a long term fan, like I've said, God knows how many times, I've always loved tag team wrestling. And and it's and it's a real benefit to a product, as we've seen in NXT. You know, it can be a real real bonus to a product and, and a great way to build people. I mean, look at Shawn Michaels, part of the Rockers, his split with Marty Janetti, that was huge. It was done perfectly, and it helped launch Shawn Michaels as a singles competitor. It meant something, and this is so throwaway that it means nothing, and it, and it's a crying shame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, they're probably going to try and build Hawkins and fucking Ryder up. 
That's the only thing I can think of, which sounds a another bit... comedy duo. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, you just got to hope um, the revival put on some good matches, whether it's Lucha House Party or Rude and Gable. Because I mean, they, they are capable of putting on matches. I do agree with uh, what you said. There's not really any chemistry there, or natural chemistry there. So hopefully, you can survive till um, the superstar shake up after. I think it's the Raw. The Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania, or the week after, and then you just kind of hope they shake it up, and then um, Revival can have some competition. Whether it's the Bar, the Usos are probably due a change. New Day, I mean, call up um, Undisputed Era, rehire Sanity. Um, <laughs> well, that's a, that's the thing, guy. I mean, I'd move on to SmackDown side of it as well. Is you know the Bar kind of disappeared off the screens a bit okay uh understand Seamus is um you know he's nursing his body and, and everything like that yeah you've got the Usos involved in the title picture we've got New Day now getting involved in in an elimination chamber just because they need we'll, someone we'll in get, there to we'll do some bumps but we'll get to that <laughs> um but Sanity still uh, don't feature what was the point of calling them up if you're barely ever going to use them um you've got Gallows and Anderson, who are an excellent tag team, came from uh, from Japan with a lot of hurrah, lots of fanfare, and, and you uh, booked them horrifically, used them terribly. But you've got so much talent there. You know, you've got the revival, you've got you've got AOP, you've got the Usos, you've got New Day, you've got the Bar, you've got Sanity. <laughs> You've got Gallows and Anderson. There's seven serious tag teams, proper tag teams. And for me, if you've got one tag team division, you know, and the champions could perhaps go between between shows, whatever, mm. I don't know. But if that's one tag team division, that's a serious amount of competition. It really is. Because beyond that, what you've got is comedy and you've got acts that you the, the way they're being presented, you're not supposed to take them seriously. So how can you take them seriously? How can you get invested? And how can you believe that they're going to do something? Because you're not supposed to take them seriously by what you're seeing week in, week out. So what you end up with is the same feuds, the same teams, the same three teams facing each other constantly. And it gets mm. stale and boring. So it's it really needs something. But as much as it needs people moving around, it needs a, a serious rethink and a, and a serious change of direction and thought process and creative behind it to actually probably get behind it. Because if, if the rumors are true and Revival did ask for their release, I, who can blame them? <laughs> Honestly, who can blame them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I quite like your shout of joining both shows' divisions. Um, obviously, it'll probably be a bit tougher if the if one's on Fox and one's on, I think, it's the US network. Still, I'm not sure how that would work, but I'm sure it's fixable. But, I mean, say, obviously, we're just speculating here, but if we're doing some fantasy booking, say if Usos, please, for the love of God, win this Sunday, and then they keep the titles, and then we could see the revival of the Usos, which I think could be for the first time, at WrestleMania to join the division. I think that I think you could that could be one that would possibly steal WrestleMania. <clears throat> Obviously, yeah. that's not going to happen, and we're probably going to get no. Shane. Probably going to get Shane and Miz versus fucking some other random twats. But, yeah, um, probably yeah. New Day. They'll they'll add how they're going to do it. I don't know, but yeah, we'll probably. But you know, we'll get to all of that as well. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, that's how we're, that, that's my weekly rant on, yeah. <laughs> on the tag team division, and and you know that that's the thing on SmackDown. I see that segment with Shane McMahon and Miz talking about the, the tag team titles and blah blah and Miz and sorry and Shane looks so out of place. Um, you know, when they're <laughs> trying to talk smack with each other. It was just embarrassing and it's just like, why are you there? Why are you in this position? A guy in your late forties, you're not an active full time wrestler. You never have been. Why are you in that position when there is so much talent when you've got sanity and you've got Gallows and Anderson in the back that you're not even using. Why why are you in that position and, and talking about, you know, serious being serious about tag titles and history and all the rest of it. It, it just honestly, you're pissing on the history of, of that division and the, the great legacy. It's it, it's so, it really it irritates me because it's such a shame because there is talent there and they could have a really good division if they if they handled it properly and it would be entertaining and it'd be fun to watch. But anyway, 
Right. Big thing on Raw then. Uh, and the the message I got, guy, <laughs> leading up to WrestleMania is, why even bother watching SmackDown? Because Raw is where it's at. That's all you should really care about because the two leading uh, women's division wrestlers from SmackDown are just appearing on Raw, really. And it's all about the Raw Women's uh, Championship and, and the WWE title of um, who, what, what. But um, so the whole thing of they got dragged out embarrassingly with, with Becky and this whole suspension thing with Vince McMahon. So here we go. Now, we called it how long ago? I mean, we speculated on first I said, didn't I, about the double turn? They could do the double turn with uh, with Becky and Charlotte. They kind of did that. Not not necessarily quite in one match, but they did that. Um, I, I speculated. I give the, uh, the shout for double winners. That didn't quite come off. But we certainly, between us, we called, didn't we, a long time ago, uh, I think around Survivor Series, the triple threat at WrestleMania for Ronda's title, Becky, Charlotte, Ronda, it's it's bound to be that, isn't it? I think it was just after a Survivor Series. And that looks to be where we're heading, doesn't it? I mean, I bloody hope that's the way it's going to go because, I mean, imagine if they don't put Becky back in. They, they will, the crowd will hijack that show so much. But, I mean, they will. Yeah, stupid. I don't think that they, they're pretty dumb in some of their booking, but I don't think even that they're that funny. dumb. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's probably not the match we wanted, but I mean, there's a couple of people in our WhatsApp group who say they wanted a triple threat match, but um, I, I just don't, I don't agree. I think they're just putting Charlotte in there because they're she's the one the company want people to get behind rather than Becky. And um, I've described her as as the female Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not to look. That's not to run down either of them because they're both fantastic wrestlers, both supremely talented. Um, I don't think either are the best in their divisions. For, for, I know lots of people feel that Charlotte is, and I don't think she is. I don't. I think she's probably she's top five in WWE women's division. I don't think she's necessarily a great wrestler, but she's an all round product. She obviously she looks the part. She's she's tall. She's athletic. She's got the natural lineage that very, very few women wrestlers have got. Uh, you know, her father's Ric Flair, for God's sake. So obviously that makes a huge difference. And the way she's been booked historically makes a big difference as well. But yeah, it's I, I just, I, I kind of feel, I get that feeling that the company are determined that, the, that this is their vision, that this is the leading you know the the leading performer in in their division and then they're going to make sure that they are showcased and they're in or within a shout of of it at the biggest events um and for me guy i know lots of people are not happy and blah blah going on charlotte and whatnot I I don't want to see her in this match not because not because of all that oh charlotte gets all the opportunities and blah blah i just think I think it makes sense. You've had the one-on-one Ronda v. Charlotte. If you have the one-on-one that we nearly got that we want to see, which is Becky versus Ronda, then you can have that triple threat. I, I just think in, in the natural storytelling sense, you can lead up to that rather than if, you know, where's the, the 1v1 and the anticipation of Ronda and, and, um, and Becky for the first time if you've already seen them together in a triple threat? Yeah, and and the thing for me, I, I think it was Tadeo who made this argument. I might be wrong on that. In the group, I mean, you look at the iconic matches throughout history of of, of WWE and, and and probably just pro wrestling in general. You, you you don't name many triple threat matches, do you? Let's be honest. Like the triple threat matches are easy to make great matches, but an iconic match, you think of. Rock or an iconic feud, probably more, more so. The Rock v Stone Cold, Rock v Hulk Hogan, I mean Undertaker v Shawn Michaels, Triple H v Undertaker, whatever. And adding Charlotte in, not randomly, because she's obviously part of the storyline and in ways it makes sense, but th- we expect this to be the first women's match to actually main event a WrestleMania. Maybe the last. I mean, it'd be hard to top this because um, Ronda. If Ronda Rousey's only going to be here short, so not not much is going to 
topple her star power. Um, and a triple threat match, it, 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 I think it's playing it safe, whereas if it was a single match between Becky and Ronda, it, it, you could probably say it, it's probably the most, it, it'd definitely be the most iconic thing in women's history. But I mean, adding a triple threat match, is this going to topple Trish and Lita as the be- be- biggest women's feud? Probably not. Maybe the biggest moment in terms of the match, but as a feud, no, not really. Um, so I think it's just playing it a bit safe, adding Charlotte in there, and that the 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 Roman Reigns comparison, it, I think, is is quite apt, really, because I think she's just getting added in there. I don't know, just to keep her relevant. I mean, well, I don't see the damage of putting Charlotte the Asker again at WrestleMania. I mean, no. I mean now, now obviously we haven't mentioned Asuka. I mean, you mentioned Charlotte being in the top five. Asuka's probably top three worker. Probably, obviously, she's Japanese. She struggles with the character, but she's getting better at that. But I mean, I mean, if you did a rematch from last year's WrestleMania, don't no no streak and that shit. And now Asuka's been legitimized. It'd be much better. You probably give it more time and stuff like that. It'd be it'd be better, and then you can build to whatever. And um, now I think it's left SmackDown really short in the women's division. We'll probably talk about that when we get to the uh, tag team yeah, chamber. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it just it just this adding Charlotte in it 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 just makes it just makes it less iconic for me. Yeah, I think I, I know. Yeah, like you say, I think it's kind of playing it safe. And there is the talk of this thing of. Obviously, the strong rumors that that Ronda's going to take time out that she wants to start family and things like that after straight after WrestleMania, like understandable. But I I get the feeling that even if she does, that she would come back and there would be you know there would be her coming back. So I, I think there would be the opportunity to do that match in the future. That could you know that would be your your match you know coming back possibly, but. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see how it plays. I think I, I can, I, in ways, I can understand them, but in other ways, it kind of does feel a little bit forced. And and they have been smart enough to at least turn Charlotte heel to embrace the the negative reactions that she started to get, uh, and the way that fans were kind of turning on her and 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 sense having that sense about her in in similar ways that they did with Roman Reigns that they felt that. This was a character that was kind of being pushed upon them a bit too much rather than it was an organic thing and they were cheering because they wanted to get behind them. But, uh, I mean, we'll see, we'll see how it all goes. But that that's the other the other casualty within all of this, really, or the big casualty, is that, women, is that SmackDown Women's Championship belt. Now, like you said, where is the opponent for Asuka? That belt seems almost forgotten about, like it's meaningless. She's not been on TV for weeks. <laughs> yeah, she's that's it. She's not on TV. It's not on the, the Elimination Chamber. There's no storyline building up to who's going to face her or anything like that. Yeah, Ember Moon's injured. The The biggest focus for the women's division, between, aside from that triple threat match, is the uh, the the tag team, you know, the 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 inaugural tag team uh, tag team titles, which is understandable because it is a big thing. But there is nothing. You know, it is possible to have more than two storylines in a division. Uh, there is nothing. And it's, I don't know, it, again, it just feels as though SmackDown, we, we, we are, if you didn't know it, SmackDown is, is the B brand. And it's, in, who, I don't know who's to say, it's not even B, is it C, D, E, F? How far down the alphabet does, does SmackDown come at the moment, Guy? Um, I mean, if 205 lies about X, it's probably still below that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not good at the minute. I mean, since... I mean, la- last year, I think it's fair to say SmackDown's been better. I mean, we had the highlights of the Almas v. Ray. I think we had three matches in a row. Uh, oh, week. don't call him Almas. Oh, Andrade. Fuck Andrade. Off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, Andrade. I mean, we had that, that three-week spell with Andrade. Got, no, fuck that. I'm calling him Almas. Almas v. Ray. Um, and that that was excellent. I mean, the rest of the show was pretty shit, but, but that, that match carried it. And we've not had that. I mean, Daniel Bryan is an interesting character, but he, I mean, his TV matches, 
I mean, they're not going to push the ball out with that, either, because they're going to save it for pay per view. Don't feel like the the title's really going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's hard with an elimination chamber because you have to have a, have to have a feud between five other people, and we'll get to that when we cover it. But there's a lot of shit in this match, um, and yeah, I mean, SmackDown has just really suffered since. I mean, possibly before the Rumble, but post the Rumble. Obviously, Becky was the biggest part of that since she's now... Obviously, she's done a couple of appearances in SmackDown, but the main stuff's for Raw, as we keep saying. It's just... It's just really, really lost um, at the minute. And, yeah, they're not really using all the talent. And, obviously, there was that vignette... Or, not even vignette, it was just Kevin Owens giving us an update um, on Raw. And he said he doesn't know which show he's coming back to, but, I mean, how they could use him on SmackDown. Oh, my God. Whether yeah. whether he's a face, I mean, we saw him kind of turn face before he left. It'd be quite interesting to see him as a face. Um, but either way, I mean, he's a he's a character SmackDown needs. I mean, he's probably a character Raw needs, but Raw you get lost in the pack quite easily. SmackDown he could go there and be main event pretty easily. Mm. And um, if he's back for WrestleMania, I, you could see him. Feed Daniel Bryan pretty easily. That well, there's a there's a small there's a small spoiler for who I'm picking to win the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> but um, yeah. I, I mean, the quicker Kevin Owens come back and hopefully it's SmackDown, the better for me. Yeah, well, let's get on to the Chamber then. Um, the event pre-show is Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. I don't watch two or five. I, I I can't remember the last time I watched it. Um, I don't really feel any need to watch it. Um, I'm get I'm starting to get that way towards Raw and SmackDown if, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I'm very close to the point where all I'll watch is NXT and main event pay per views. I'm very very close to getting to that point. I'm afraid. Uh, so Buddy Murphy Akira Tozawa. I'm sure this will be a fun match, but um, if I'm brutally honest, I'm I don't have any investment, so I couldn't really care less who wins. Yeah, I'm in the same position as you. Um... It'll be a great match. It won't get the reaction it deserves because it's on the pre-show. So they'll be like half, if they're lucky, an arena. Um, they just they really need to put the cruiserweight title on takeovers, don't they? That's probably the best way of fixing it. Um, yeah, they need. To, I think they need to put two or five live in NXT together. If I'm honest. Yeah. Well, that's as as my call from a long time ago. Is yeah. two or five should be filmed in in full sale. Uh, at least with a small intimate crowd, get get it back on there. It's hey, it, people they're hardcore fans, and it'll feel more special than it than than, than it does at the moment. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned before we went on <laughs> before we started the pod, uh, Braun Strowman's taking on Baron Corbin. Um, I don't know Shame. where the hell this came from, and oh Jesus, I can see myself fast forwarding through this. I've got zero interest. Strowman has fallen off a cliff, and Baron Corbin is just—it just bores me. He, was he shit. just bores me in the ring, on the mic. He bores me. Shite, 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 all shite. Gonna fast forward <laughs> this. Yeah, shit. Yep. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush oh, versus Finn Balor in a handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. So it's a handicap match, but if Finn Balor pins either of them, whatever, he can become champion. So he could pin Leo Rush and become the Intercontinental Champion. Um, do you see that happening? Why isn't this a chamber match? I mean, obviously there's already well, two. You can't three people in the chamber, really, can you? No, I mean, there's so much within that story. I mean, look at the mid-card on Raw. Elias is fighting Jeff fucking Jarrett. Drew McIntyre's fighting nobody. And it looks like he's going to be feuding with Kurt Angle. Or someone someone else. I mean, you could have Finn, Bobby, um, Dean Ambrose, Drew. Nah. I, it, do you know what? I've got to say, I, I disagree because I think it'd be too much chamber matches. Oh, We're getting can, two, yeah. and that's enough. But the, yeah, it I mean, just, you can fuck off one. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just so, so much, no, but so I mean, much shite. Say you, say you fuck off the women's one, because let's be honest, there's only two teams who can win that. We know that. The rest of it's going to be fucking horrendous. Bailey and Sass is the only one who can actually 
wrestle. <laughs> well, we're, let's well, hang on. We'll just so go, just before we get onto that. that, then I'll then, that. yeah. So Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. Do you, do you think Finn Balor's going to win the title? Um, I pray to God he does, because Bobby Lashley's horrendous and Leo Rush is annoying. And we're building a WrestleMania, and if Bobby Lashley has a match at WrestleMania, I'll be very upset. Yeah, so I, my my feeling at this moment in time is Finn Balor won't win it, but there'll be a one-on-one match, title match, at WrestleMania, Lashley versus Finn Balor, and oh. that's where he gets the title win. Oh, that'd be fucking abysmal. Yeah, I'm sure it will. And it's a shame that Finn Balor is being wasted with yeah vacuums as such as that. But the, the, only thing, the only thing I'd say to that is, obviously last year Finn was in the IC title match and it was Seth and Miz in triple threat match. So I think the C, the IC title is a possible great um, curtain opener, curtain raiser, whatever the fuck the word is, for, for WrestleMania. And I don't think they'd put Bobby Lashley in a match that like that. So obviously there's another pay-per-view before WrestleMania. So Yeah, there's Fastlane. Um, is there? Oh mm, my god! Yeah, oh, I thought so, this, this was the yeah, last one we had yeah, to endure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why the Elimination Chamber is not the one before WrestleMania because it, it makes sense. But um, anyway, but yeah, there's another one. So I mean, maybe if Finn wins here, they can have the rematch at Fastlane, and hopefully Finn wins outright, and then he could move on to something more interesting with someone who's not shit. Yeah, and then they're gonna have a killer match at Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So we're going for Balor not winning this, but winning it at the next chance he gets. Um, I think he'll win tonight because if if he, I know the buggered off rematches, storyline wise, but I think he'll win, and then they'll have a rematch at Fastlane just to bore everyone to death, and then hopefully excite everyone with the IC title at WrestleMania. Yeah, all right, I'll go for that. Right then, let's get on to that uh, women's the inaugural. Uh, Women's Tag Team Championship. So they're going to crown uh, Women's Tag Team Champions and they will be uh, able to go on both shows. So, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe that is an idea that they could use for the, for the men's tag team titles as well. But anyway, like you said, look, <clears throat> it's Nia Jackson to Mina. Ugh. The Riot Squad, mm. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Uh, the Iconic, uh, the Iconic, not the Iconics. They are Iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, mm, yeah. Bailey and Sasha Banks, yep. And uh, Naomi and Carmella. Ugh. Ugh. So we've got. Wait, they're one... on different shows. That's bullshit. <clears throat> yeah, three are on <laughs> one, three on the other. And no, but... like you said, there's the realistically there oh, is no, only no. two teams that could win this, isn't there? I was getting Naomi mixed up with Natalia. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> my bad. All oh, right, sir. Uh, I, I thought. I forgot how to read there for a second. Well, blandness just kind of um, yeah, morphs yeah, into each other, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it, It's fucking shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just continue from what I was talking about before. I mean, you look at them, Sasha and Bailey and the big lasses. <laughs> That's what their name should be. The big lasses. <laughs> the big lasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. No, they can say Samoan in in um, in harmony. They can say God. it right together in, mm-hmm. in unity. They can say it. So, so that I don't. <laughs> yeah, I can't see them being called the big lasses. Oh <laughs> uh, But I mean, you can only see them two winning. I mean, Nia Jackson to me. I mean, it, it, fear for God who they're fighting because they'll just injure them. <laughs> um. Yeah, and Sasha and Bailey maybe will save it for WrestleMania, but the rest of it's just filled with utter shit. The Riot Squad, boring, stale, can't really wrestle. Um, obviously, Ruby Riot's not even in this, and she's kind of going to get battered by Ronda Rousey. But I don't know how that came about, but whatever. Um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, at least they're a tag team. Uh, same for Riot Squad, I suppose. But Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, I mean, I think it's fair to say Sonya Deville has potential. Um, so does Mandy Rose, but she's not very good in the ring. No, she's not. <laughs> she's probably good. got, she's probably like potentially Carmella. Um, <clears throat> oh, dear me. Yeah, that, that sounds really harsh. That's not good, is it? <laughs> but, That's I mean, pretty harsh. Yeah, I mean, you could see them build into something this, but not the first ones. The Iconics, I think we all like them, and this the tag team division really suits them, but 
do you really want the first women's tag team to be comedy act? And that's what they are. And I think the dance long... breaks. Yeah, no, but we'll we'll get we'll get to that shit. <laughs> um, but I mean, the iconics. You could see long term that they'd be a good part of this tag team division. But as the first one, no, not really. Um, Sasha Bailey, I covered that. They're probably. I think they'll be favourites, but I think they'll save the moment for WrestleMania. And Naomi and Carmella, just no, for fuck's sake, no. Um, Naomi's boring, and Carmella is. She was annoying as a heel because she just screamed throughout matches, then put her with Archer if it was kind of funny. I mean, she's one of the better ones on SmackDown, but that doesn't say much. That says more about SmackDown women's division. No, I don't know. I I won't go that far. I mean, she's a bit more of a complete package than the rest of them, but I mean, I think Asuka's literally the only one on SmackDown now who. I, I could give a toss about. Um, duh, it's not going to be pretty this match. And as I said, I don't think this match should be in the elimination chamber. I know it's going to be. It's a history. It's a historical moment for two reasons. But yeah, there, there is that. It's historical, and it and it is a unique way to get six tag teams in one match uh, and present it as as something like you say f- for such a historical moment. So it kind of makes sense to put it in that setting. And also, obviously, because it's a gimmick type match, you can have all the uh, the smokes and mirrors, and different things can happen. And a way of hiding the limitations of so many of of the wrestlers in this. Because let's be honest, beyond Bailey and Sasha, the rest are all very, very limited in the ring. Yeah, this they re- they really are. And I know Naomi's is not bad. She's just uh, gonna do like some you said, shit off the top Yeah, of the pod, she she doesn't do an awful lot. Sonya Deville is is okay. Apart from that, they that they are very, very limited. They really are. Uh, and Nia Jackson, Tamina. I, I can't see past them winning it because it's the thing, mm. you know, you've seen it on NXT on, on these tag team tournaments. We've seen it on NXT UK. It makes sense. You to for your first tag team titles, you crown a heel team and then you can have the baby face team chasing them the fan favorites then get their moment for everyone to cheer and it just it, it makes storyline it, it makes sense it, it's it's an easier story to tell and people can get behind it and it sets you up a match for the future as well um but i just think it is going to be an absolute shit show of a match yeah i'm i'm not I'm not looking forward to this at all. No. Not, I mean, I didn't realise how bad the card actually was before we started this pod. I mean, I literally looked at it like two minutes before. And, <laughs> it's, and in I, fairness, it is, pre- it is pretty, pretty bad. I saw Baron Corman, Corbin v. Strowman at the bottom. Didn't know that was on it. Intercontinental match, I only knew that on Raw. And Any handicap match with a title is fucking stupid and shit. Oh, this match is going to be so bad, so so bad. It's going to. Do, are, you, are you like me though? Do you think? Do you think it's going to be Nia Jackson to me? Yeah, I think the well, big lasses. <laughs> I'm definitely getting called the big lasses. <laughs> I was going to say it could be the name for the pod, but we couldn't do that. We get in trouble. Um, I mean, it's, it makes sense, but at the same time, you said that's what NXT do, but NXT book stuff well, whereas the main roster doesn't. So, I don't know, let's fuck, fuck it, I'll just go for Naomi and Carmella. <laughs> oh my god, no, no. Imagine no. the dance break. Yeah. Oh god, no. Yeah. Um, so what about the other tag team ch- uh, titles that are on the line? Um, we mentioned it briefly, the Miz and Shane McMahon. Um, what what did they call themselves? Was it Mac- McMiz or something like that? Oh my god. God, that is news I just, to me. I just wanted I want to, to die. I just wanted <laughs> to climb in the ring, slap them both in the face, and say, "No, no, you do not say that ever again." No, against the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Um, I know you mentioned earlier, pray to God that Usos win this. I don't think that's happening. For whatever re- I, I don't know. I just don't think that's happening. We're we're getting something at WrestleMania with Miz and Shane McMahon. Whether it's a breakup or something, God knows, and and it's going to be shit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I pray the Usos win, and I pray 
they end up fighting the revival and, and, and joining the thing. But yeah, um, this is WWE and it's going to be horrendous. Or, or do we get the Usos winning here by some kind of mistake from McMahon, from Shane? And that's how we get the split. Get, get the uh, the Miz and, and Shane at uh, at WrestleMania, which will be shit. Yeah, they both be shit. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, hmm, at least I'd have a piss break. Like fucking five in the morning. You'll have. You, I, I pretty much guarantee you're gonna have about three or four of them at mm, least. Yeah, but that's a really bad one. Shane V Miz. Um, that's a shit break. Never yeah, mind. yeah, that's a good ten minute of that. <laughs> um, oh god, I like the second one because then there's not a title involved, and the Usos can have a good, good. Well, but they've they've been one of the best tag teams in the company for three, four, five. Yeah, years. then we then we can have the Usos versus the Bar or New Day again because we yeah. haven't had that in about three weeks. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at least it'd be good. I mean, to be fair, the ma- I know you, you. I think you slightly disagree, but at least the match with the bar wasn't the worst thing in the world. Um, this will probably be the match of the night, which is worrying. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. Like, yeah, but if you, we went through the rest of the card, Andy. There's not much else. Buddy Murphy and Akira. That <laughs> yeah, gonna that's going to be the match of the night. Yeah. Bell to Bell. That's going to be the match of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think we'll get some other high, um, some other great big spots in the um, the other Elimination Chamber match, but we'll get to that. So, so I'm going to call you. Then you've got to put your you've got to put your your, your name down on this. Then, um, where where are the titles going in this match? Oh, I hate you. Oh, they're going to keep them, aren't they? Shane and Miz are going to keep them and, and ruin WrestleMania. <laughs> right. So, uh, Ronda Rousey, Ruby Riot for the Raw Women's Championship just because yeah, uh, Ruby just Riot skip, wants a match. Just, just okay. this what one. the hell, Ruby? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't bet. I think it was on Twitter. I think Ruby Riot lost like seventeen matches. In a row. Yeah, see that percent win yeah. record. Yeah, I mean, I like Ruby Riot, but I mean, why is she in this fucking match? Really, yeah. it's just oh, bless, bless her. She's gonna get battered. Um, it's just really pointless. I mean, they could probably do with her or on SmackDown if I'm honest. Um. Mm-mm-mm. How long do you reckon this one will be? Two minutes? Five minutes? No, no. Look at the, how big the card is. They're going to stretch this out to a good 10 to 15 minutes. They'll probably have it 10 minutes, five minutes of bullshit with Charlotte and Becky, because I think Charlotte said she'll be front row. I mean, could have a match and actually have a good match with someone, but, you know. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just fucking... It's just a bit pointless, isn't it? I, I like the fact they've got a, a women's a women's title match on the next pay per view, and then they did all this shit with Charlotte and Becky, and just like you go to find Ronda WrestleMania, it's like, well, the weekend's fucking pointless, then, isn't it? It's just, it's just yeah. really silly. I think I think this is just another opportunity to get to get Ronda out there, gets her another match under her belt, and, and it's just. I think it really, this is just a setup for Becky confronting Charlotte and we're having some kind of big brawl and we're going to end up with a mass brawl between the three of them. That that That's that's how I see this one. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably have Becky attacking Charlotte, which probably makes more sense. And what I think one of the rumours is that we'll get Becky v Charlotte at that fast lane thing. Um and then if if she wins she'll probably get added to the match or whatever, which I mean it's a bit of a shit suspension. <laughs> um but it just seems a bit just seems I mean the match at WrestleMania is gonna be good, but before it I think it's gonna be poor. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I do. I think this is it's just to set up a scene be- uh, a segment between these three, Brawl and whatever. And then we get the next few weeks of of Becky turning up on Raw and all sorts of things happening. And I mean, Becky's hugely over. She absolutely kills it on social media. She is the queen of social media and the king as well. 
seeing as she's the man. Um, oh, she she totally reigns over social media without a shadow of a doubt. But actually, in live performance in the ring with a mic in the hand, and most of it's really good. But some of it, I don't know. So sometimes the facials, I, I'd, it doesn't quite support the character that she's portraying, and and like a, it's almost like a social media game is better than than the real thing, but. Yeah, it's this is you know this essentially this this match Ronda versus Ruby Riot this match is purely a prop for for the next three four weeks leading up to that triple threat match at WrestleMania. That's that's all this is, and I don't think anybody expects anything else. So yeah, Uh, Ruby Riot tapping out to the armbar is is that it? That that's what we expect to see. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just depends how. They'll probably thicken it out with the rest of the Riot squad coming out and they'll probably end up all getting injured or something. I mean, if this mm-hmm. match before the elimination, Jim, maybe they'll get injured out of the match and we'll have something random. But I doubt it. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a fucking hell. That, that's what I'm wishing for, <laughs> is a random women's tag team to go in the chamber match, which speaks volumes of this po- uh, this pay-per-view. But, yeah, it's... Um, it just depends how quickly it's going to be, really, I suppose. Um, I think it, it just be... Yeah. yeah, I agree. Tapping out within 10 minutes, and then we'll have five minutes of bullshit, I imagine, outside. Yeah. So that just leaves the Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship. Yeah, that still exists, that title. Um, you, you kind of wouldn't imagine it. I like, I like the new one. I like it. It's oh no, cool. I just mean, I mean, in the way that the TV is being presented, oh, it's yeah. it's like such an afterthought. Uh, and and you know, who are we? Who are we going to get for Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Because you look at the um, the combatants in this match. Mustafa Ali's out with injury, and he's been replaced by a member of the New Day. I mean, how random, totally random is that? And so you've got Daniel Bryan, the champion, obviously AJ Styles, former champion, totally makes sense. Randy Orton, multi-time champion, always kind of involved nearby. That I suppose that makes sense. Samoa Joe's been involved in the title picture, quite a prominent figure. That totally makes sense. Kofi, uh, as as I mentioned, is totally random, despite the great performance on SmackDown. And then we got Jeff Hardy, who just like totally feels out of the blue because Jeff Hardy's been mid-card and mostly losing. And suddenly he's in the chamber match for, for, you know, for the potential to win the title. And like what, for me, for me, Guy, if we've we've got Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Randy Orton and Samoa Joe, absolutely fine. If you add in Andrade Cien Almas and Rey Mysterio into this, at least you've got more prominent and you've got multiple storylines going on, and I think we would have an absolute killer match. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, None of this really makes sense. Um, Obviously, Mustafa Ali was kind of a big part of the storyline because obviously he had the feud Joe going on. Joe could feud with everyone. I mean, that, that promo a couple of weeks ago where he just came out and destroyed everyone was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, they, they have to put the title on him. They've got to do that. Even if it's the mid-card one. I, I totally... well, for me, put that put that WWE title on him. Even yeah. for a two, three-month reign, at some point, put the title on him, and that solidifies everything that he's done, and then it solidifies him for the next year or two after it as well, mm-hmm. even if you are going to use him to enhance some other people. A little, it needs a run somewhere in there, and, and as much as anything deserves it as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I just don't think they'll pull the trigger on him. I think he'd be one of the best heel champions. I'm not Daniel Bryan's killing it at the minute, but Joe's just next level. Um, it's just a shame. I think they've wasted Joe hugely. Um, <clears throat> it's just, a, it, it's just a damn shame, really. But I, I agree with everything you said about. Well, we talked about it before we started recording. I mean, why isn't seeing seeing that fucking Andrade, <laughs> Andrade and Ray, as we mentioned earlier, have been carrying SmackDown before all this bullshit happened. They they carried it for a good few weeks with with probably be, be, some of the best TV matches we've seen in, in recent times, and they're not even worthy of a, a pay per view spot on. Elimination Chamber, which it, 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 
as we said, the card is fucking abysmal. Even if you just make them fight each other in a singles match, whatever stipulation, it's going to up the card and they can't even get on it. It's stupid. Yeah. Maybe they're saving seeing fucking Andrade. No, I'm calling him Cien Almas. I'm used to it. <laughs> Maybe they're saving Cien Almas for, for bigger things, whether that's after WrestleMania. And I think one of my shouts earlier in the year was him being the next Money in the Bank winner, which I think would be perfect for him. Um. Uh, just it, it just seems like a waste of the, of the talent roster. I mean, I've never been Ray's biggest fan, but he fits in the chamber. He can do mad shit, and he's got a storyline with Almas. Almas, as I said, I mean, he's had some of the best TV matches. Young worker can be- actually benefit from being in there. Obviously, that I think that was kind of the position there for Mustafa Ali. He was young and, and kind of needs legitimising still. Um. But now we just got a chamber full of old people, mm. and that—that's what you know. I mean, the the original ones, because that the, the main card was stacked back then. You obviously had like Shawn Michaels and stuff back then. Whereas now, there's a, there's a dearth of main event talent on on SmackDown, especially. I mean, we've AJ can't it can't, be, it. it can't be AJ. V. Brian at WrestleMania. We've seen no, but the thing I would say, guys, it's not it's not necessarily that there's the a dearth talent. of yeah. talent. Is the, the way it's yeah. been booked and presented and written is it feels like there there isn't because yeah, yeah. because they haven't pulled the trigger with the with people at the right time. You can imagine if AJ's title reign had been interrupted by even just a two month reign of Samoa Joe, and then AJ getting it back from him, you know you would feel that that's it then. Like you say, you know, that that solidifies some more Joe. He's there. Just like Randy Orton feels, he, he you know, he, he feels legitimate to be in there because he's been a champion for that many times. You know, you, he's been in around it. He's had that. He's held the title. It feels legitimate. Whatever your feelings yeah. toward him and, and how you, uh, you know, your perception of him and whether you, you're interested in him or not, it feels legitimate because he's held that, he's held that belt. So I, I think, you know, long title reigns are great, but sometimes the you know I think the shorter reigns can be can be useful in in order you know just a way of getting over and that perception of of you know more than one or two or maybe three guys that you you, you could legitimately turn around to the crowd and say hey any one of these six guys could be the champion you know and and you know that they could be because you know they've held it before you can imagine you can you know you can picture this happening. And then you've got, oh, what's going to happen? And you're going to have to tune in to find out. And then, oh, it could go this way. It could go that way. You get more interested. You're more invested because you can actually see things. In this match, let's be honest, there's no way Jeff Hardy's going to win it. We, As much as, as said Randy Horton is legitimate, we don't think he will. You'd be surprised if that's going to happen. So more, Joe, you know they're not going to do that. And there's no way on earth Kofi Kingston is going to get the belt. So we're back to Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. And are they going to take the belt off Daniel Bryan this early? I can't see it. So then we're in a chamber match. Right? We're in a chamber match. Six people. And it's hard to see anything but the, the champion walking out. And then what's next? And and that is the big thing. You know, two months out from WrestleMania, what's next for the, for the WWE champion? Are we going to just see him and AJ Styles again? It's yeah, it's 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 not exactly um, it's not exactly enticing, is it? Yeah, it, that's the big question. I mean, I mentioned a dearth of talent. I agree with how you how you word you worded it a lot better than me. Obviously, there's loads of talent on there, very much misused talent. I think it's fair to say, and. There's simply no faces on that show other than AJ Styles who you, who you could think would win that. And I mean, the safest bet's probably they'll turn Randy Orton. But as as we complained for about what four, three, four, five years, he's shit as a face. <laughs> he he's fucking shit as a face. And it, it obviously he had the world shittest WrestleMania main event with Bray Wyatt a couple of years ago. We don't need to see him in another WrestleMania main event. I know he had, I know his last good one was with Brian and, and Batista, which was fantastic. Um, uh, but Randy Orton, you can't see winning it, as you mentioned. He's probably the safest outside bet 
because as you said, it's dependable and legitimate. You don't need to legitimise him. Samoa Joe, I mean, we'd all fucking love it if he won. I mean, it'd be the perfect way to win it because you could see him just going wild in the Elimination Chamber and doing that. But, I mean, he's probably got the same chances of Kofi Kingston winning it, which is fuck all. Um, AJ Styles, he's... We just he's he needs something different rather than being a WWE title picture. He needs a big deep story to kind of get out with that that funk. I mean he's he's obviously fantastic, but his very 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 long title reigns did him no favors. And this story with Daniel Bryan since he lost it again, he's the secondary story. He's the secondary character in this feud. He's not. He's not. He's, I mean, he's getting destroyed by Daniel Bryan in terms of character-wise. AJ Styles needs to find a new a new character arc rather than just being the vanilla baby face. He, he, need, he needs to... I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you do it. You, I just don't think he should be in the title picture. Obviously, he's the most dependable pair of hands outside there and, and one of the best workers. And, and we'd all love him to be in the WrestleMania main event again, but we need something new from his character. And I don't really want to see AJ Styles be Daniel Bryan again because, I mean, the last one I remember wasn't too great. I mean, the first one was good. Um, and we need Daniel Bryan to find something new and we need AJ Styles to find something new. And um, I don't think we'll find it in this match. I mean, they're the, only, they're the only two people I can see winning this match, so I agree with you. Kofi Kingston, I don't... I, well, we know why he's in the match because he'll just do some mad shit, but... We know he's not going to win. You can put him in the gauntlet match for fucking two hours all you want, and and make it look stupid him beating the WWE champion and, and fucking half the people in there. But we know he's not going to win. No, you could put him in a six-hour match where he beats every single man-woman tag team on the roster in NXT, NXT UK, two or five, and the main WWE roster beat everybody, and we still don't believe he's going to come out of the chamber with the title. Yeah. It, it, it was just utterly pointless. And, I mean, if you wanted to put a New Day person in there, put Xavier, Xavier Woods in there. He can do the mad shit. He's young, and he could do with that. Kofi Kingston, he's not going to win. Once the New Day splits up, he's not going to be the one who benefits from the split, is he? Let's be honest. He was, no, he was, a, suffer, he was a suffering mid-carder before the New Day, and he was, he was probably nearing leaving WWE. If we're honest, he was getting that. Yeah, uh, I mean the the feeling is obviously he's getting closer towards retirement now. You know that Big E is going to be the one they're going to get behind, but like you say, you know this match, you 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 can whittle it down, and there's only two ways that this could realistically. There's only two ways this belt could go, and and I and I do wonder whether the crowd will start to turn if if Styles got it. Uh, I really do. Because it, it, just getting, just getting to see it a bit too much. I think, I think AJ needs a change of scenery. I think AJ needs to make that move to Raw. Yeah, that makes sense. I called a while ago. AJ goes to Raw. Finn Balor come to SmackDown, become a main eventer. It freshens things up. It gives them both new challenges, new matches. Uh, both are great, but both needs a new scenery. They need, they, they need something different to work with. Um, but it's for me, guy. It's I, I don't think the title is going to go anywhere. But Daniel Bryan, I, I can only see that happening. There's only the, there's the two most realistic outcomes, uh, and but really, it's hard to see beyond Daniel Bryan keeping it, and Eric Rowan obviously involved. But the the big question is is what next? You know, we like we say we're, we're less well we're less than two months out from WrestleMania. This is the WWE, if I can even say it, this is the <laughs> WWE Championship. And it's lacking any kind of direction and interesting storyline beyond, uh, well, beyond, well, beyond, not beyond, just now. It's just lacking it leading up to the biggest event of the year. This is the, the main belt, the most historic and prestigious title. It lacks anything less than two months leading into the biggest show of the year. Um, it, it's just just like the, the, with the women's uh, championships. It's the focus is so much on Raw that the SmackDown titles have suffered uh, as a result. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's a shame, really, because we've got Daniel Bryan's renaissance as 
a great heel, and there's no one for him to bounce off. AJ yeah. Styles, fair enough. We, we've had a decent few. Yeah, yeah, they have, but it's 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 it probably go, it's outlived long. itself yeah, now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then, as I mentioned, there's there's no there's no built up faces. I mean, if the plan was to put Mustafa Ali in the WrestleMania main event, I mean. Who, who the fuck is who's, who's drugged Vince there? No. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair on Mustafa Ali either because he's not ready for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I, I fear they're gonna go to Randy Orton angle. That's where I'm, that's where I'm fearing, and it'll just be stale. It'll be shit. It'll be in the middle of the WrestleMania card, and. It'll just be an, a nothing match. It might turn out to be a good match, but it'll be a forgettable moment where it, it a WWE title match at WrestleMania shouldn't be. I know the, the Raw Universal title is seen as bigger, stupidly, um, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't do that belt justice, really. Um, no. And um, the, the only, I suppose, the only thing you you could maybe say you mentioned it was. If Kevin Owens returns, say he, you know, Daniel Bryan keeps the title and Kevin Owens returns the SmackDown after this Elimination Chamber event. That yeah. at least that would get the crowd interested. That that would be the best. That I think that would be the best situation. But are you going to trust a bloke who's had? I think he's had two knee surgeries or something like that. Are you going to trust him to come back fit, firing straight into the WrestleMania main event like one month after he's came back? I mean, I'd love it. I love There's Kevin another Owens. triple threat match for you then. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. I'm going to call it then. All right. I'll, 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 balls out. I'll call it AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan versus um, Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. I'll I mean, call that one. I mean, that'd be good. But at the same time, just, just fucking do a singles match. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. But yeah, yeah, I mean if Kevin Owens is in the title picture, it makes quite a lot of sense. But I that's the only thing is you could the only way I think the fix this situation with an NXT call up or a returning injury and Kevin Owens seems to be the only one who's nearing. I think Jason Jordan's career is potentially fucked. Um and he's obviously not gonna go into a WrestleMania main event. Picture Sammy Zayn, same I don't think he not career threatening, but I don't think he's anywhere close and he's not gonna go in there. Um bleh, outside of that bleh, God. I mean you could put like fucking Undertaker or Triple H in there, but if you wanna make me not watch yeah, WrestleMania, that's how to yeah. do it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a sad state of affairs really, isn't it? So I'm saying Daniel Bryan comes out with a title. Yeah, uh, same, what same. about you? Same for you, yeah. Yeah. So on you know it, it's hard to be anything but negative towards this event you're looking at it, talking about it. Um my expectations are well get the Undertaker to uh, to dig a hole because we need a buried alive match for this event. Oh God! The thing is, I like <laughs> I like these gimmicky pay. Well, some I like some of these gimmicky pay per views and elimination. I like normal. some of the gimmicky matches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but this one looks shit. Yeah, I mean, elimination chamber is normally quite good because you can think, oh, there's a couple potential winners there. But in both of these matches, you just look at it and just go, well, there's two people who can win either of them. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean yeah, potentially, and the rest is filler. Yeah, and the rest is shit. And it's not even very good filler. No, I mean, if Baron Corbin v Strowman doesn't put me to sleep, up, fucking Jesus, something wrong with me. No. <laughs> um, it's like filling your sandwich with coleslaw. It's just, it's just a no-no. That's harsh on coleslaw. That is very harsh on coleslaw. I was thinking like dog shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, oh dear me! But yeah, I mean, you could mix it up with a men's rub. Uh, the chamber, but they're not going. We know that, and it'd kind of be too late for some of the characters. And if Kofi yeah. Kingston ends up winning, I'll just turn it off. <laughs> I'll eat my hat. I need to buy it. I will. I will buy a, a I will, hat. That's I will eat that dog shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Hey, well, no, but I we'll, won't. We'll... no, I don't trust Vince. Now, fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we'll be back to talk about it next week, won't we? In in all its shitness. 
Yeah, I mean, that'll be a fun half an hour just saying it's shit. <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes to go through the card. Yeah, that was shit. That was shit. Yeah, that was shit. That was shit. Oh, that was good. But there was no one in, in the stadium at the time. Yeah. And that was shit. That was shit. And that was shit. And it was what we expected. So there you go. But uh, yeah, that's it, folks. That's uh, episode 116 of the Pro Wrestling Index here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. All done and dusted. Uh, like I said, myself and Guy will be back next week to talk about Elimination Chamber and everything that comes out of it. Um, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly is what we expect. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, share your thoughts um, <laughs> on Elimination Chamber and how uh, WrestleMania is shaping up and all the rest of it, at PW underscore index is our Twitter handle. So anyway, until next week from myself and Guy, it's thank you so much to each and every one of you for listening in and downloading the podcast. We do appreciate you and do get in contact because we enjoy that as well. So until next week from myself and Guy, though, it is bye-bye now. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started